Welcome to this week's episode of the Versatile Writer Podcast with me, Sarah Bannum. It's the 10th anniversary of my business for the love of books this year, so what better way to celebrate than by sharing some gifts? Over the course of four weeks, I've been looking at different aspects of creative writing that I offer as part of the business. If you want to find out more about them, you can do so via my site, loveofbooks.co.uk. The different aspects of creative writing that I've focused the versatile writer on over the past four weeks were copywriting, creative writing workshops, ghostwriting, and this week I'm looking at my experiences with proofreading and editing. The reason I decided to spend four weeks dissecting these aspects of creative writing was because I used to wonder what each of them was myself. Over the years, I'd heard them spoken through other people's lips, but I hadn't back then realised it was something I could train myself to do, and now I do them all as part of my business. Therefore, because I wondered what they were, I suspect others might wonder what they are too. So, as I'm in a position to explain that, from my experience, I thought I would. There's also another reason I'm sharing this information right now. With the recent loss of jobs in many industries due to COVID-19, I thought sharing the love by instilling a sense of confidence in you might enable you to begin your own business. Being a helpful business person to other potential business people might be what's really needed right now. So first of all, what is proofreading? Proofreading is the act of checking for errors in your written work. It covers grammar, spelling, punctuation and formatting. If you feel those are your weaker points with the English language, you could get in touch with me. I run several online workshops and can tailor make them to your needs. It could be a good investment for your future business. You should proofread everything you write to ensure there are no mistakes. Everyday written work might include an email to family or friends, a work email, a letter to a new employer, a blog post or even a social media post. That's not to say absolutely everything on social media has to be there without a typo but it certainly looks better on you if it's correct. If your general world has nothing to do with ensuring your, your writing is correct, it may seem like a nothing subject to discuss. But what if something you've written hasn't been proofread and it's posted either in real life or online? There's a chance that the recipient may notice the error. Sure, it's not the end of the world, but in the business world, if it's a letter to a new employer, or a social media post that reflects you as a person, in the harshest moments of a competitive world, it might mean the difference between an interview and no interview. Again, what's to say that if your job involves the odd bit of writing, but you don't really care for it, so you don't put in much effort, but it's littered with mistakes. Do your co-workers cover for you? Maybe they correct all the errors so you don't look bad. But maybe you're adding to their workload because you've not proofread your work. How do you think they view you now? Proofreading is a really useful skill anyway. Not only does it go some way in ensuring our written work is correct and getting across the message we're saying, it also helps us remember how to spell. There are so many words that either sound the same as another word, or is spelled a similar way, or even is spelled the same way but when you used it in a different context, it means something completely different. English isn't an easy language, but knowing how to spell, or at least proofreading your work after you've written it, is a plus point to your character, especially in the business world. Of course, we are all human, and the saying goes, to err is human, to forgive divine. 
but not everyone does forgive. Some people even hold it against you. Believe me, as a writer, you're not expected to make any errors at all. So if one or two creep through into a book you've written, you can probably imagine how many readers aren't likely to forgive you, and some might even post that on social media to shame you. Recently, I've been reading a series of books from the same author. Unconsciously, I must have been checking for errors, but in the entirety of the three books, I found no mistakes in spelling whatsoever, until the last chapter of the third book. And there it was. Just one. And in three novels, that's pretty amazing. But this one stood out so much, I really felt shocked that nobody had noticed it throughout the writer or publishing processes. There are a lot of eyes that check books before they leave the publishers, and this one, a very clear and obvious error, wasn't picked up. Of course it didn't spoil my enjoyment of the book at all. I actually felt pretty sorry for the author. They've gone to all this trouble of actually writing the story and got into depth about characters. and It was a really entertaining, enjoyable book. All three of them were. But seeing that error, I would have been devastated. Some of my top tips for proofreading are Number one, read the work through in your mind. Number two, read the work through aloud. Hearing the word flow can help hear any errors you've made. Number three, print the work out and read it both in your mind and out aloud. For some reason, seeing it in print rather than on the screen makes a difference to your brain. Number four, print the work out in a different font. Number five, print the work out in a different colour. Number six, print the work out in a different size. Those three, font, colour and size, make a huge difference. Obviously, I'm not expecting you to write an entire 200-page novel and print it out in different colours, different fonts and different sizes. But if you just do one page of it and apply all those tips to it, I think you'll see a difference. Number seven, read the work backwards. Your brain will be expecting certain words to come next in a sentence, so trick it by reading the sentence backwards. Typos can often jump out at this point, and also repetitive words. This brings us nicely onto editing. Editing is the process of creating accurate content. Similar to proofreading, editing your work helps it flow better, perhaps tighter, punchier, or lengthier to assist pace and tone. There are several different types of editing. In the professional world, there is developmental editing, structural editing, copy editing, line editing, and actually many more than I can go into here. However, for the purposes of this episode of The Versatile Writer, I'm just looking at basic editing. Knowing when and how to edit is a skill. You can edit work to shorten it, and you can also edit to lengthen it. You can edit the work to alter the meaning, add to the pace, the flow and the tone. You can edit the same piece of writing to make it fit different recipients, different audiences and different products. Different recipients, a blanket email. Different audiences with maybe a short story, perhaps changing the genre from sci-fi to romance or a children's story. And the different products if you're copywriting. You know when you receive an email from a work colleague or a friend that just goes on and on and on forever but actually says very little? This is an example of something that needs editing. Again, if you're writing a personal statement for a job you really want, you'll benefit from editing the piece a couple of times at least. If there's a word limit and you've edited it shorter, 
You've given yourself space to add something relevant and significant that you may well have overlooked previously. That may be the thing that gets you the job. Some top tips for editing are similar to the ones for proofreading. Number one, read the work through aloud. Hearing the word flow can help you discover anything that sounds clunky or highlight any words you've missed. Number two, print the work out in a different font, colour and size, just as with proofreading. This tricks your brain into seeing the work differently and makes it take notice instead. Number three, remove any words that don't need to be there. Filler words like that or had tend to slow down the pace and some words may be repeated unnecessarily. For instance, listen to this sentence. I had read the notice that said no entry, but I did not take any notice. That could be edited too. I saw the no entry sign, but ignored it. That's 16 words reduced to 9 and gets to the point a lot quicker without using unneeded words. It also makes the sentence punchier. Let's go through those again. I had read the notice that said no entry, but I did not take any notice. 2. I saw the no entry sign, but ignored it. Number 4. Use another pair of eyes to look over what you've already edited then edit it again. The thing is with the English language is that there are a few words that seem set up purely to catch you out. But if you learn them and fix them firmly into your vocabulary, it means you win every time. So that's proofreading and editing. I hope I've helped you see how well they work separately and together and how important they are within your everyday writing. This is the final week of 10th birthday gifts from For the Love of Book, shared through the Versatile Writer podcast. We've covered copywriting, creative writing workshops, ghostwriting and proofreading and editing. I hope if you didn't understand them before, you do now. I also hope that if they do help you get on with the job situation, whether you're unemployed or looking to find something else, that you get in touch and let me know how you get on. You can do that by emailing sarah at loveofbooks.co.uk or you can go onto my website loveofbooks.co.uk and drop me a note there. You can also find me on Facebook under either For the Love of Books or Sarah Bannum or on my Twitter feed at SJBWrites. Until next time, thank you for listening to The Versatile Writer with me, Sarah Bannum. If this podcast has helped you in any way, that's fantastic. If not, perhaps you can share it as it may help your friends or family. Thanks for listening and good luck.